this is a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30am in the Delancey Elam Church building at the Bank St. Sampson's in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. Whoosh. So you can be the whoosh team. So let's try your whoosh. That, that was a bit, that was not good enough. Uh, let's try that again. Whoosh. Yeah, we're getting there. Okay, so this is how the time machine goes. It starts all the way over here. There we go. That's good. Right, and then I'll go one, two, three, and then you all need to do this action. It's really cool action. You go like this. Okay, so let's all practice that after three. One, two, three. Not kaboom. These are not listening. Let's try this one. Again, after three. One, two, three. That's good. That's good. Okay, so we're going to start, in our, start up our time machine. This is tiring. Okay, you ready? Go. Bit louder, come on. After three, two, one. That's brilliant. Okay, so we've not travelled back to last week. And we've not travelled back to the week before. But we've gone right back to the beginning of the Bible. Right back to the Garden of Eden. And I need a boy volunteer. Yeah, go on then. And a girl volunteer. Destiny, well done. Give her a clap as she comes up. Well done. Thank you very much. There we go. Now, you have to come back and stand. Come on. Ollie, are you going to do it then for me? Yeah, well done. Give Ollie a clap. Well done. Okay. Now, we don't want you to get a bit confused. Karis, can you come and help me, actually? Right, we don't want you to get confused this morning, because this isn't actually... Ollie and Destiny. This is, in fact, Adam. Now, this is Adam's hair. Adam was Scottish. Right, there we go. And Eve, just so that we've got some different hair, I've got a lovely wig there for you. You can put that on. There we go. Yeah, well done. There we go. That's brilliant. Excellent. So we've now got Adam and Eve. Now, we also need a really old person. So who would like to go and find me a really old person? You go, go. Go, Adam, go. Old? No, older than that. Old, really old. Like, ancient. Go on, go find somebody ancient. Pastor John, how did you say that? There we go. So, he can be God, so that's very appropriate. In fact, can you stand on there for me? Yeah, just there, that's fine. And we need somebody really tall and strong and muscly. So, can you go find somebody like that? Uncle Lee, there we go. So, come forward, Uncle Lee. Okay, so he's going to be a tree. Okay, and he's actually an apple tree. There we go. And you need to hold some apples. There we go. Right, and if you stand on the stage for me, excellent. Okay, so right at the beginning of time, God created man. And man and God were best of friends, so give each other high fives. Well, that wasn't very sort of enthusiastic. God and man were best of friends. That's it. 
Now, God told Adam and Eve, he said, listen, Adam and Eve, there's loads of animals. You can go and name them all. So, um, point out an animal and name them. A cow. So we have Bethany the cow. Well done. There we go. So she named, they went around naming all the animals. Now God told them, so you're ready God, he told them they could eat any fruit from the garden apart from the big tree. I believe God spoke in a God voice. Okay? He said that was the only tree. He said that was the tree that would teach you about bad and good. And he said, and if you eat from that tree, you will die. And Adam and Eve heard about this, and God went off, wandering through the garden, by God, give God a little wave, you'll come back in a minute, don't worry, and one day Eve was walking through the garden, so walk through the garden for me Eve, thanks very much, with her cow, and she came across the tree, and she met a serpent that said to her, why don't you eat one of these lovely apples from this tree, and Eve said, And the serpent said, you don't want to listen to God. He just doesn't want you to be like him. And he spent some time telling her that she shouldn't eat from the... That he, no, <laughs> that he should, she should eat from the tree. So Eve listened to the serpent and ate one of the apples. You can eat it if you wish. Excellent. And then she went and found Adam. And she gave Adam some of the apple and said, it tastes really great. You're going to eat some? There we go. And Adam and Eve ate from the tree that God told them not to do. And then they were so ashamed of themselves, they felt guilty, they went and hid from God. And then one day God was walking through the garden and he was calling out for Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Loud. That's better. Thank you very much. And he couldn't find them and eventually he found them. And because Adam and Eve had ate from that tree that God told them not to be, no longer could they be as good friends because so, something had got in the way. Now, does anybody really clever know a little word that we call what Adam and Eve did? It's three letters long. It begins with S and ends in N. No, not stealing. Sin. Adam and Eve had sinned for the first time ever in God's creation. Man had made a mistake. So, you can give all our actors a good clap as they go take their seats. There we've learned about how all of us, at times, have made mistakes. So, I want to show you my lovely Rubik's Cube. Now, my Rubik's Cube, I was thinking about a Rubik's Cube the other day, because I was trying to solve this one and it got very difficult. And in fact, it got so difficult, I had to take it all apart and put it all back together to actually win. But you know, sometimes we're all like my Rubik's Cube. We've all got a bit messed up. We're not quite, we've not all followed the way that God's plan and God's purpose for our lives. We've all made mistakes. There's not one of us in this room who is perfect. Isn't that good to know? We're all the same. We've all made mistakes. And it doesn't matter how big of a mistake you've made, we've all done it. And you know, the amazing thing is, is life, in life, there's one, three ways you can solve a Rubik's Cube, you know. One, you could learn how to do it properly. And I've just not done it properly. Oh, now this has gone terribly wrong. 
Okay. Awkward moment when it all goes a bit pear-shaped and you forgot what you've done. Okay. Well, I'll have to leave that one because I've got that wrong. Okay. Sorry about that. It all went a bit wrong. I don't know what happened. Okay. But you know, like my Rubik's Cube, there's three ways to solve it. One, you can take it all apart like I did and it takes a long time. Or you can actually learn to solve it or you can do it by taking all the stickers off and sticking them on the right side. But you know, this morning, we're going to find out that God has a plan for the world to sort out all the mistakes and all the wrong things that we've ever done and put them all right. So I've got some points. So God's plan for the world, that's always good. So point number one is God's plan is wonderful. So we've got some actions. So we all go, God's plan is wonderful. Let's try that. And you all say it after three. One, two, three. God's plan is wonderful. That's good. That's good. So I've got a verse. Now, I thought it'd be really cool if we did like a little bit of a treasure hunt. I always think of plans as a little bit like following a treasure map, you know, or following a map. I have a plan when I go on a long journey. I don't just set up and guess where I'm going, but I plan where I'm going. I plan, I look at the map and I study where I'm going so I can find the best route. So I thought that was a bit like a treasure hunt. So I have the first clue here. Who would like to come and read it for me? Thank you. Yes. Come on then. You seem to like reading. Okay. It will also be on the screen. This item makes a musical beat. Playing it is rather a feat. The shape is... The shape is takes is completely round and makes a very loud sound. Where am I? Okay, do you know where that is? Where do you think it is? The drum. Okay, try on that side. Go, go, go. Go. Let's see if we can get a clue. Number two. Have a look down on the floor, maybe. On that side. It's got big writing on it. It says clue two. Down there. Okay. Thank you very much. Go take your seat. Give him a clap as he goes. Take your seat. Excellent. So Psalms 40, verse 4 and 5 says this, Blessed are you who gives yourself over to God. Turn your backs on the world's sure thing. Ignore what the world worships. The, huge, the world's a huge stockpile of God's wonders and God's thought. Nothing and no one comes close to you. I start talking about you, telling what I know, and quickly run out of words. Neither numbers nor words account for you. So... My first point is, is that from the beginning of time, since the beginning of creation, God has this massive, wonderful plan. And he began to work out this amazing, wonderful plan. And the incredible thing is, is you're part of God's amazing plan. Our lives are all part of God's incredible plan. I don't know about you, but I find it incredible that God, who created the world, has me in his plans. That's pretty profound. It's pretty incredible that God thinks about me as part of his plans. So I need another volunteer, somebody who's not already read. Come on then. Behind this door, much work is done. It really is not much fun. And a desk and computer too. A printer to make the letters to say what's new. Where am I? That was very well read. Where do you think it might be? Office, try the back of the door. So he'll go look for that. So point number one was... So point number one was... Oh, that's terrible. Point number one was... God is... Wonderful. 
Oh, you're all going to have to join in this morning. Point number one. And point number two is God's plan is perfect. And everybody put your thumbs up. So let's try that. God's plan is excellent. Thank you very much. So Ephesians 1, verse 11 to 12 says this. In Christ, that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for a glorious living, part of the overall purpose. He is working out in everything and everyone. And God is in charge of everything. Everything that happens in this world is part of God's plan. And God always does what is good and right. And since God never makes mistakes, everything he does is perfect. No one can improve God's plan. You can't make God's plan for your life any better because it's perfect already. And you're not part of this world by accident, but God had you as part of his plan. So, point number one was, God is... Point number two, God is... Okay, I need the third person. A third person who's not done it yet. Understand this person, and I currently rest. They are probably wearing their Sunday best. After some food, they are after called as a worker for the Lord. Where am I? Do you know who that might be? You think it might be Pastor John? Have a look under his seat. Thank you very much. Go take your seat. Well done. Oh, thank you. Okay, Psalms 33, 10 to 11 says this. God takes the wind out of Babel's pretense. He shoots down the world's power schemes. God's plan for the world stands up. All his designs to made to last. You know, oh, this is point three. I better do point three. I've skipped a bit. So number one was God's plan is... Wonderful. Point number two. God's plan is... And number three, God's plan is eternal. You know, God planned out his, his plan before the beginning of time. And each day, he accomplishes it. And nothing will stand in his way. And right at the beginning of time, we found out that sin came into the world. And it came in through Adam and Eve, and they made a mistake. And our relationship with God was affected. No longer could we have that same relationship with God. But God's heart for the world, he loves us so much, was that he wanted to do something about it. He didn't want to be a distant friend. He wanted to have that same close relationship, like right at the beginning of time. So what he did is he set something in in, in plan. And I've got a little trick to demonstrate what he did. Okay, so what I've got here is the world's problem. It's not a stick, but it's the letter I. And I represents all the times that we're selfish, all the times that we think about ourselves before others. We're constantly doing that. And what I've got here is two strings that represent our lives. So what I'll do is I'll just put our lives here, like this. So we'll put them like that, and we'll put that like that. And then we'll just tie this in a small knot. There we go. Right, okay. So I need two volunteers, maybe who've not been up yet. You've not been up. Do you want to come up? No. Does anybody else want to come up? 
Come on then. Right, you hold that side, you hold that side. Just very gently, thank you very much. Okay, so what we've got here is some things that we might do wrong or some emotions that we might have. Now, who can tell me? Let's go with this one. Who can, no, don't do that. Right, who can tell me what colour this is? Blue. Blue. Okay, and I need a volunteer who's going to come and tie this on for me. So blue represents all our depressed thoughts. Sometimes it can mean we're sad, doesn't it? So we'll come tie this onto this wire. Because sometimes we all get sad. If you just tie it on that side, yeah, for me. Excellent. Thank you, you hold the stick, that's excellent. Okay, and I've got this one. Who can tell me what this colour yellow. is? Yellow. Yellow. And what will yellow represent? Who can think what yellow might represent? Lollies, happiness maybe? Maybe joy or happiness. Do you know what? It kind of makes me think of every time that I'm scared, because it's about being yellow. Who's heard that saying, that you feel yellow? Okay, do you want to come tie that on? I'm the only one. Do you want to come tie that on for me? If you tie it on the other side. Excellent. Okay. Who can think about this one? What colour is this? Green. Green. And green might represent all the times that we're envious of somebody else. Or we might want somebody else's things. Or we might think that they're better than us. What about this one? White. This is white. And what about all the times that we think we're better than somebody else? And we think we're perfect. And the truth is, we've all made mistakes, and we've all done things wrong. So we'll tie that onto this rope of our lives. Excellent, thank you. Go take a seat, well done. And red is, represents all the time that we're angry at others, or we, and we get angry. And the last colour is black, where we just think, it's all the wrong things that we ever think. And black's not the colour of sin, but it just helps us think of all the wrong things that we've ever done. That'll do. Is that tied on? No, no. Now it is. Okay. So what we'll do is this represents all the wrong things that we've ever done in our lives. And so we'll switch them into the middle to, the, to represent the bit that's in the middle, which is our lives. Now, would you like to choose one of those strings for me? This one. That one. Okay, so that's great. And would you like to choose one? Me do it. Would you like to choose one and let one go? Or would you like to swap at all? It might be worth your while swapping. No. You sh- no. You might be tricking me. I might be tricking you. Would you like to swap? Are you sure? But I might be tricking you the wrong way. I can see that smile, so no. Oh, it, it, it can see a smile. So what we'll do if we just walk this way, 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 this way. That's it. You walk that way just a tiny bit. Let's hope this works. Let's hope this works. You walk that way. What I'm just going to do... I've just tied a small knot in there. Hopefully I win. You know, the amazing thing is, is that God sent Jesus to die on the cross for all the wrong things that we've ever done, for all the wrong thoughts we've ever had. And when he went to the cross... When he went to the cross, he didn't just stay dead... But he came alive again. And he came, the reason he came alive was to defeat all the wrong things, all the wrong thoughts, all the wrong things we've ever done. And he came to pay the price that we deserve for all those bad things. And he came to set us free from all those things. So if you pull that way very gently and you pull that way very gently, what should happen? Keep pulling. It's when Jesus died, all the wrong things were forgiven and set free from our lives. 
give them a clap as we go take their seats. You know what? It's following God is like no other adventure in life. It's one of the coolest things you can do. And um, I was trying to think how I could illustrate that God, when you've got God in your life, it just makes such a difference. It just helps you through life. And um, what I've got here is just one of your postcards that I picked up on the front door. Ooh. And I've got a bucket of water. So I'm just going to put a bit of water on this. Don't make the place wet. I'm just going to put that there. And I've just got a very small beaker. I'm just going to fill this full of water. There we go. So what we've got here, just do this. This is where it gets a bit full. Okay. Now if this works, I'll be really pleased. Because the last time I tried this, it all went wrong. Okay, and I got a bit wet. And I don't like getting wet. So, this... is science. But this is impossible. Are you ready? After three, let's have a countdown. Three, two, one. There we go. And I've ruined some postcards. Apologies for that. But you know what? God's plan for your life would seem impossible. But when you've got God on your side, anything is possible. That trick may seem slightly impossible unless you know how it's done and then it doesn't seem so impossible. But God's plan for your life is incredible. And when God gets involved in your life, you will do incredible things. He will take you to new, le- to new levels and there will be things that he will get you to do that you never dreamt you would ever be able to do in a million years. Going on an adventure with God is the best adventure. It's the most exciting life that you can have. And so my last plan, my last thing, I kind of lost on a bit ahead of myself, is this. So, I want one more volunteer to come and read for me. Somebody maybe who's not done it. Is there anyone on this side that wants to read? Because you like reading. Yeah. Where you will find me is a strange space. It's Definitely. Definitely is not a suitcase. Lots of buttons I can press will make the volume much less. Where am I? Where do you think that might be? Go get it. Okay, so point number one was God's plan is. Oh, come on. And point number one, God's plan was. Point number two, God's plan was. Point number three, God's plan is. And point number four is God's plan is total. Thank you very much. So that was in the sound desk, just in case you didn't guess. And this verse is taken from Romans 8, verse 28. And it says this, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And you know what? In every situation in your life, God can help you... And you're part of that master plan that God has. And God will help you. And one of the ways it will help you is through his Bible. Now I love to call the Bible his best instructions before leaving earth. Because it helps us live our life in a way that is really cool. 
And it's a living life. It's an exciting life. It's not dull and boring, but it's a life full of excitement. Anyway, so God's plan for your life is exciting. It's a living plan. It's an exciting plan. And it will get you to amazing to do amazing things. Right at the beginning, I showed you a video, and it said that as a children, we all have dreams. And it's so often in life, those dreams are knocked out of us, and we're told we can't achieve them. But with God, our dreams become reality. Because God will help us through all circumstances and through all things. So when you're stuck, when you need help in a situation, when you don't know where to go, turn to the Bible, because the Bible can help you through your life. It can help you, show you how to deal with situations, how not to get angry. It's all in this book. It's an incredible book for us to read. So how do I get to God's plan in my life? How do I begin to follow God's plan? And I've got four simple things we can do. Number one, know that God loves me. Know that God loves you with another everlasting love. There's nothing you can do that will stop God loving you. There's nothing that you could have done that means God won't love you. And number two, acknowledge that every single one of us have made mistakes. That we're all not perfect and we've all messed up and we've all done things wrong. And number three, know that Jesus died for you. Know that he came to the earth as a baby at Christmas to die on a cross, to free us from all the wrong things that you've ever done and all the wrong things that I've ever done so that we could have a relationship with God again. No more will we be like Adam and Eve running away from God because we feel guilty about what we've done. But we can have a friendship or a, a, a relationship with God and he can help you in every bit of your life. And the last point is make a decision. To follow God's way rather than man's way. You know, it's so easy in life to decide that we're the boss of our lives and we're going to make our own decisions. But the truth is, is doing that has led every single one of us to make mistakes. We've all messed up. We've all got it wrong. But maybe this morning, it's time to decide, instead of making my own decisions... I'm going to follow God's decisions because God can help me in every bit of my life. He can help me follow his plan, which is wonderful. He can help me follow his plan, which is perfect. He can help me follow his plan, which is eternal. And he can help me follow his plan, which is total for my life. So this morning, I challenge, my challenge is to, the, to you this. Why don't you follow God's plan for your life? Thank you for listening to this free download from Delight City Elam Church. For more downloads or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk.